Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. Okay, this is the first podcast and we are talking about why is wholesaling or flipping in New York different than in other parts of the country. And it really is very, very different. Uh, I say New York's like another planet when it comes to doing this. And there just is nobody teaching how to do it in New York and why it's different in New York. So I'm going to talk about just, just a quick synopsis of four reasons why it's better in New York and four reasons why it's more challenging in New York. So first of all, um, there are bigger profits in New York. Uh, I speak to a lot of people. I'm part of a national mastermind. I speak to people who do this all over the country. And in the hot spots of the country right now, like Phoenix and Las Vegas, um, people are happy there to make uh, you know $10,000 on a wholesale deal. They love it. Um, I average over $30,000 per wholesale deal. So uh, profits are much higher here. I mean, you would guess that because the property values are higher, but I've done $20,000, uh, $200,000 properties where I've made $30,000 or $40,000 on a wholesale deal. It's not, it's not unheard of. Um, now, a reason why it could be more difficult is because of attorneys. Now, in New York, and this is the only state I think this applies to, you cannot bring a contract to a seller appointment. The seller's attorney prepares the contract. And if they don't have an attorney, you can recommend one, but you cannot just push a contract across the kitchen table and give a $50 check. That does not work in New York. A seller's attorney is involved in every transaction. And that can kill deals. Uh, there's also, because the attorneys are involved, there's no inspection contingencies in New York. The inspections get done before the contract because the, the attorneys won't draw up the contract if it's got a way out. So that does make it more challenging. Um, Another reason why it's more challenging is transactions take longer because of the attorneys involved. Now, that could be a good for you if you're looking for a buyer or you're looking for financing, but overall on your pipeline, it is a little more, it's a little more difficult. Another reason why it's better in New York is there's a lot less competition. And people are always shocked when I say that to them, but the truth is you can't even compare. Because of all the challenges that I'm going to talk about, you can't even compare the amount of people that are doing this in a systemized, systematic way in other parts of the country to New York. I know probably a dozen people who, do, who does this in Birmingham, Alabama, where there's a couple of hundred thousand people. There's probably m many that I don't know. In my area of Nassau and Suffolk County, New York, I only know three or four people that are doing this in any systemized way. Are there onesie, twosie guys? Sure. Are there guys that show up at auctions? Sure. But people that are actually going direct to seller, very, very few. And very, very often, when I buy a property, I'm the only person making an offer. That is just something that doesn't happen in Dallas or in Oklahoma City. You are competing, you know, fighting tooth and nail for, for deals in those places where any person that shows up on a list is going to get 60 or 70 postcards and, and letters. Okay, another reason why it's more challenging is that there's a lot of closing costs, right? People talk to me about double closing. It's very hard to double close. I have double closed in situations that required it, but it's very, very expensive. You have to pay transfer tax. You got to pay legal fees. Um, ironically, the best deal I ever did was a deal where I made $180,000. It was five houses from one seller, but you got to understand it really was $225,000 in gross profit. I had $45,000 in costs to double close on that deal. So that's just a basic idea of why you don't double close in New York and why the closing costs make it more, make it harder. Um, another reason why it's better in New York is that auction properties come perfectly clean. So 
I don't even know this was different in other states, but in almost every other state, if you buy a property, a bank-owned property or a property at auction, you got to do a title search to see if there's any other liens attached to the property. In New York, the property comes clean. You don't have to do any of that. The seller is responsible for anything that shows up on the property. Um, so that's, that's, that's great. And it's something people don't even know about. Um, now, another reason why it's more challenging is that the EMD, the earnest money deposit that you have to give in New York, standard in New York is 10%. So if you're buying something for $300,000 that you think you, the ARV, the after repaired value, is $500,000, you better be prepared to bring $30,000 down. Now, there are ways to, to negotiate that number, and uh, I offer a course where I really talk about how you can get that down by talking to the seller. But um, you, you've got to understand standard attorney is going to ask for 10%, where in other, in other parts of the country, you know, if it, with 50, because there's no attorney involved, you can give them a check for 50 bucks or 100 bucks. That's never going to happen in New York. Um, and the last reason why uh, it's different in New York and it's better is that the seller really can't get out of the contract. While it's harder to get into contract, the seller cannot change their mind in New York. Standard language in New York on uh, a New York contract says that you can sue for specific performance, which means if someone's trying to sell you a property for $300,000 and decides to change his mind and sell it to somebody else for more, you can sue him for the whole $300,000 if you want to close. So. It's a, it, it, there are tremendous advantages to doing business in New York. And people look at the just the initial challenges and say, I'm doing this somewhere else, and I understand it, and it makes me happy because there's a lot less competition and a lot more money to be made. So we're going to go through some of these uh, differences in future podcast episodes. But this was the first one because I think there's a lot of people out there searching for what, what's different in New York. And um, I think it, this would be something that's really helpful and I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast and I hope you got some value out of it. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.